and Jackie O. Kyle and Jackie O. Kyle and Jackie O. There's just no one better. Hey, you know how Mayo uh, has been going on and on about winning the state English uh, kind of essay thing when she was in high school? Oh, and then she couldn't find it, so there was no proof? Oh, well, we've found it, so we've actually got it. I'm woken from my sleep by a sound that is strangely familiar, a ghostly wind howling then merging with the clangs of metal. As I search through the catalogue of memories, my thoughts are halted by the sweet, innocent voice of my little cousin Libby. I force myself to open my eyes, dragging my sluggish body upright, slowly realising that I am no longer in my own room. Though I am not frightened, but quite calm, I see two big brown inquisitive eyes peering over the bedsheets. I am hurled to the here and now, aware of the immensely immensely tiring path ahead. She struggles to maintain her balance due to the weight of her hefty backpack. Like a seesaw shifting back and forth, my sudden movement forward alleviates her fall and simultaneously reminds me of the previous day that we have planned in the eerie, enchanted, fairy tale land of dreams that used to be such a magical adventure for me. Trustingly, her hand is raised towards me. I grasp it tight as her smile seems to quickly dissolve any traces of my wariness. Here we go, Lib. Let's begin our adventure, I say as we drift past the pleasant smells of bubbling eggs, sizzling bacon and melting cheese cooking on the saucepan. That's obviously breakfast, but anyway. (laughs) Step by step, we get closer to the backyard exit, one of my steps equivalent to three or four of hers. We approach the gate no longer towering before me so I can reach the lock. I eagerly grab the key from deep in my pocket, insert, twist and the gate swings open, Once again, the memorable clang that broke my sleep has resurfaced. But to my horror, the memories of my mysterious forest had taken shape of a concrete jungle. Gone are the sounds of the autumn leaves rustling in the gentle breeze, the melodies of the chirping birds perched so comfortably up high in the trees. I miss the fresh scent of eucalyptus and wattle and playing hopscotch so carefully over the puddles. I miss our games of hide-and-seek and being the one that always peeps. Within seconds I hear car horns blaring like ships ready to depart, tyres screeching like nails against a chalkboard, conversations overlapping like a tape on fast forward, and there we stand in a crowd of strangers. Completely unaware of our existence, yet their dark gazes seem to burn directly through to my soul, exposing all aspects of vulnerability. The smell of wet dog, exhaust fumes and unpleasant odours fuse together like the fungal stench of Rotorua. The tall cascading buildings smothered in splashes of black and white surround me like a never-ending maze. My heart feels like it's sunken straight down to my stomach while I stand here in disbelief an uncontrollable tear begins to trickle down my face so steadily, millimetre by millimetre, as if it was in slow motion. What's wrong, JJ? Incredibly, I now realise. The long trail of dirt was not formed by any army of ants. The strange-looking footprints were never left behind by a grizzly bear and the coincidental sound of a hissing snake was never really a poisonous python. But it was the journey that Nunna created for me that made it so special. A promise is a promise, I whispered to myself, as her face stares so harmlessly up at mine. She deserves an adventure, and that's what I'm going to give her. Nervously, we venture through the streets, apprehensive yet excited as torrents of colour begin to flood the walls. Unexpectedly, our bodies start to sway, 
as I begin to embrace the cheery jingles echoing from the busker's instruments. Suddenly we reach a chessboard of pavers. Well, in my mind, it was a perfect opportunity to initiate the lively game of hopscotch. As our bodies teeter from one foot to the other, we joyfully hop, skip and jump in complete synchronicity until we collapse in jovial exhaustion. We are drawn to the world of lights and fashion. Libby's hand grips mine even tighter than before. Her jaw gapes open in complete awe. A multitude of questions, a multitude of questions resound from her mouth while we fly through the aisles of the shopping mall. Surprise staring faces, smiles, laughter, mannequins, our adventure has begun. Suspiciously and somewhat alarmed, I notice my little partner in crime has disappeared. As I rapidly trace back our steps, I notice a rack of women's coats peculiarly bulging, with two little feet beneath standing ever so still. Unconsciously replacing the eucalyptus and wattle with the sweet smells of Chanel and Jador placed in our hands by the young shop assistants. The large clock begins to chime and instantaneously my tummy begins to grumble in a manner which is audible to Libby. Lunchtime! Seagulls gather with a look of determination as we sit to eat our perfectly salted hot chips. Libby yawning alerts me that our adventure should be drawing to a close. As I gently raise her in my arms, her head rests so tenderly next to mine. Pacing through the streets before the gate clangs shut, brushed to the sides by uncaring commuters. Finally reaching the gate, I struggle to unlatch the lock as the drained, aching arm that supports the innocent sleeping one begins to fail me. Heroically, I break through the gate, allowing it to slam while I pace up the stairs. I walk her to her room and softly rest her head on the fluffy, patterned pillow that awaits. Trying carefully not to disturb her, I turn my back and tiptoe out until I hear a sleepy voice cry, JJ, can we go on another adventure? I decided to keep the mysterious forest my secret, allowing beautiful cousin Libby to live and create dreams of her own. I think, you know, that's really good, Mayo. I think that's great. Oh, don't praise an adult for something a child's done. She's written quite well, and I think she has the makings of, you know, if she wanted to pursue that, she could. Pursue what? Writing things yeah, down? Yeah, being an author. Oh, please, give the bitch a <laughs> chance at life. No she one could. makes money being an author unless you're J.K. Oh, Rowling. Yeah, the rest are flops. No, they don't. You have to be the well, big some. author. Otherwise, mm. you're just some fat bird in the suburbs writing mm. bullshit Aussie stories. No yeah, you do have that. to be a big one to make money. That's true. Yeah. You, you don't just sit at home writing stories and, be, and earn a lot of money. That doesn't happen. Even journalists, not you, Brooklyn, but like the worst ones, the newspaper journalists. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, we're not rich. That's a lost art, yeah. yeah. No one writing newspaper articles has even got a dollar to well, scratch together. Can I ask, Brooklyn, being the journalist, what yeah. you thought of Mayo's writing? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought there was a lot of long words that were a bit unnecessary, like show, yeah. it, show off. But, I mean, you're being judged on that. Yeah, so I think I so. It. I think you want to show yeah. off your lovely... Dull your shine, Brooklyn says, with these words. <laughs> yeah, it's like, English. Yeah. yeah. But she can do it, I and think. And how long ago was that, Mayo? Like 15 years? Um, no. Yeah, 10, ten years. When I was Who in even cares <laughs> about your pathetic <laughs> accomplishment? Oh, what are you... You're so terrible. And it's just not that exciting. The kid won some essay contest in school. Big yeah. deal. Y'all been great. Thank you so much. Kyle and Jackie O.